So with that shame, we're starting in the very last line, still of 21b, have alif base. Omar Ravkana. So Ravkana says, Darash Ravnasan bar min yomi, mishmede ravi tanhum. If somebody plays his Hanukkah candle above 20 amos, there's two opinions again about the measurements, but let's uh, simplify like 10 meter. <laughs> if somebody put his Hanukkah candle 10 meter above the ground, psula, it's going to be invalid. So also the very beginning of the tractate of Sukkah and the tractate of Edwin also they speak about the Mavoy. So the Sukkah is the mitzvah when a person eats in the Sukkah to be aware that he's in the Sukkah and that should be a reminder that Hashem took us out of Egypt. The, uh, that, that when he took us out of Egypt he protected us with the Sukkah. And also the Mavoy we, we saw that at the end of the first Mishnah, but if you have a corridor, you have a, in, in the, a street with, a, with an end, so you have three sides already closed. So to logically to make also a distinction in the fourth side of the dead end street, you put like a vertical post standing, that is called Hamavoy. Or you can put a cross beam from one side to the other side. So if you're using that cross beam, so also should be lower than 20, 20 amot for people to notice it and to serve the purpose for the Eruv. So all of them is the same idea, the same thing over here with the candle of Hanukkah is the Pursuminisa to publicize the miracle. So if it's higher than 20 amot, people will notice the Hanukkah candle and you wouldn't be publicizing the miracle, that's, that's why it's invalid. Another teaching, nothing to do with Hanukkah, but it's because it's the same people teaching it. A deeper meaning in the verse on the story of Yosef, and we all know that the brothers wanted to kill Yosef, and Reuben intervened. And he said, don't kill him. Instead of killing him, just throw it to a pit. So the Pasuk says they threw him in a pit that was empty. And then it says, Aimbo mine, there was no water. So says the Gemara, Mimash Reik. If the Pasuk already tells me that the pit was empty, and I already know, wouldn't I already know that there was no water in it? Why did Torah write the words Aimbo Maim? They didn't know, but uh, they threw him in a pit, empty water, but was full of uh, serpents and scorpions. And Hashem made a miracle for them not to kill Yosef. Interesting enough that um, we always, in, when Hanukkah time, is uh, around these parashas, parashas Vayeshev and Miket. So in a way, those has a little bit of connection with Hanukkah, that is more or less what we read in the Torah. Going back to Allahus of Hanukkah, Amarabah, Amarabah, Ner Hanukkah, Mitzvah Nichabe Pesach, Asmuchale Pesach. So the, the best way to fulfill the mitzvah is to place your Hanukkah candle only at Tefach, which is again like 10 centimeters, close 
to the door where we're going to be placing your candle. And we saw in the previous page that it was more of a mitzvah to place it facing the outside for people, the passerbyers, to look at it. So then, if you do, in your lighting in the outside, do it close a uh, tefach from the door. Now, in which side of the door you place it? You should do it in the right side. And Rabbi Shmuel Midifsi Amar Mismol. In general, there's, there's a principle that it's better to do things to the right side. It's more hashub, it's more important. But why over here, the second opinion, uh, Shmuel Midifsi says, in the name of Shmuel should be from the, from the left. Because if there's a door that has already a mezuzah in the right side of the door, when you come in, so it's better that the Hanukkah candle should be to the left. And like this, when you go through the, when you walk in through the door, you are surrounded by mitzvahs. Mezuzah to the right and Hanukkah candle from the left. Omar Rabbi Yudeh, Omar Rab. As he asu le artus mois keneged ener Hanukkah. A person is prohibited, is forbidden to count your your coins using the light in front of the Hanukkah candle. Because this is a disgrace to the mitzvah that you're using the light of the candle for something like this. Kambrisa kamede Shmuel. When I told this Allah in front of Shmuel, Omar Lee, he challenged that. And he told me, Bechiner Kdusha Yeshba? What? Is there some type of holiness that it would be Meila that would be using Egdesh uh, objects that belong to the Beta Migdash for a personal use? For sure not. So what would be the problem? Maskel Abriyosev, Rav Yosef challenged this uh, answer of Shmuel. Regarding the blood of a wild animal or a bird, that it says, the Tanya, this in the Pasuk that says, the Shafach, Vikisa, Vikisa. So, in, in um, wild animals like a deer or in birds, when a person does Shita, besides slaughtering according to Allah, the Torah commands that the blood should be covered with sand. So says the Pasuk, that using the, what you, what you did the shita with your hand to slaughter the animal, then use your hand to cover with dirt the blood. Not to you, just with your shoe, with your foot, to cover the blood with sand. Why? Says the Brisa, there would be despising mitzvahs like a disgrace that you doing with your leg as opposed to doing with your hand. It's more hashub, it's more uh, glorified if you, if you take dirt with your hand and then you cover the blood. So we see this principle that we always should try to do mitzvahs with some degree of uh, honor, of dignity. So the same thing, even though there's no Kedusha, uh, is not like holy, the light of the candle of Hanukkah, but, but in any case, to, to be using that light for not a proper 
usage, just like count your own money, it would be in a way belittling, uh, despising the mitzvah of lighting the Hanukkah candle. Another topic. Bomine me Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. They ask Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Mao, what would be the alaha now regarding sukkah? We're going to see the connection to Hanukkah. Listapek minoye sukkah, koshiva. If a person placed in his sukkah different things for decorations, we're going to see soon like fruit of other stuff that maybe a person can use him during sukkahs. Now, it's hanging now in the sukkah. Can a person use it for his own? Let's say we're going to see examples. He put hanging on the sukkah's decorations some fruit. In the middle of sukkahs, he, he decides to eat the fruit. Can he? Omar le, sorry, Shabbat Levi replied, Are Amru Asular, so is can I get in the Hanukkah? So I'm going to take the same answer given regarding not to count your money in front of the candles of Hanukkah, because that would be despising. Uh, would be not honoring the mitzvah. So same thing over here. If this was already used as decorations for the sukkah, for you to in the middle of sukkahs to take in and eat it also could be not giving proper honor to the mitzvah sukkahs. On this, Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef commented the following: Mare de Abraham is like an expression. God of Abraham is like a. How could it be? Tali in Tanya of the Lotania. How could it be Shem and Levi? bring us an answer to a question of, of a Mishnah with the Lotania from something which is Hanukkah that it wasn't in a Brisa when a Mishnah it was just Vanamora. Sukkah, Tanya, we're gonna see soon regarding that question regarding Sukkos is a Brisa. Hanukkah, Lotania, Hanukkah it wasn't taught in a Brisa was a later on Anamora giving that answer so always you should try to find the answer from Abraisa. We can say, if you remember previously, that uh, Rav Yosef was a Sinai. Rav Yosef, he was an unbelievable, uh, we saw this at the very last daf, uh, one before the last daf in, in Brochos, he was a Sinai. Or maybe it was even the last daf in Brochos. He knew everything, it was an encyclopedic uh, knowledge. So maybe this was Abraisa that he knew, he was aware of it, and that's why he's challenging why Rabbi Shemin Levi gave the answer from the teaching of Anamora regarding Hanukkah when it could be already known from a price regarding Sukkot? Hanukkah Lotania, the Tanya, Sichecha Kel So a person covered uh, his Sukkah properly according to the Alaha. Ve'itra, Bikromim, Ovestinim, Ametsuyorin. And he then as a decoration, he placed over there color curtains and embroidered linens. And then he hung on it, gozim, aparsekim, shkedim, venimonim, nuts, peaches, almonds, and pomegranate. Today, many of us, we use plastic uh, representation of these fruits, but in those days, they, they used to use the real thing. Anabim, shibolim, Clusters of grapes and and also of grain, yenos, shmani, vesalsois, or jars containing wine, oil, and flying flower. Flower says the brisa asoli stopping man is forbidden to partake of these foods. Almost a yom tov acharon shelchag until simchas Torah is over. 
So when the entire uh, sukkah is over, then you can already use that. Now, vim is not alehen. If a person made a stipulation, I call it fit now. So everything goes according to his stipulation. If he made a tnai, like a condition, that he he doesn't want to leave it as part of the sukkah. But looking Rashi, looking the footnotes, this tnai has to be made at the very beginning of the very first day of sukkahs, because that's when the kedusha rests upon the sukkah and everything hanging in the sukkah. So if a person makes this condition at the very beginning, then it doesn't become part of the sukkah and it's not forbidden to use it. Otherwise, it could be forbidden. So this is what Rabbi Yosef was telling to Rabbi Shabbat Levi. You don't need to tell me from Hanukkah that you are not allowed to use things, so you will, will right now it's here from sukkah. So if you look over in the footnotes, there's so many things to know. There's two aspects over here. There's many opinions how to understand this brisa. Definitely in Yontav and Shabbos, there's the concept of mukse. And we are aware of that, things that you know us to use or to move during Shabbos and Yontav, because this has been uksal and mitzvah, so has been already placed for the mitzvah. But maybe there was room to say, you can definitely benefit from these things. So this is what Rav Yosef is bringing as a proof from this brisa that even Cholamoyed, if you were come to use these things, then would be despising, like not honoring properly the mitzvah of having using these as decorations for the sukkah. So we can see from here di- directly the question that was asked from Rabbi Shevin Levi, and it's explicit. You don't need to learn it from Hanukkah. Ela Amar Rav Yosef, so therefore concludes Rav Yosef, Avuon de Hulo Dam. So the, the Av, which means the source of where we learn all of these, Sukkot and Hanukkah, all of them, as in the previous verse, from the Kisui Adam, from the mitzvah of covering the blood after Shechita, that has to be done in a respectful way. Hidmar, an interesting argument. Rav Amar in Malikin Minel Ener, can you after the first day of Hanukkah, if you're going to do Miadim and Miadrin, they're going to be lighting, let's say, in the second day, two candles, in the third day, three candles. Can you start lighting other candles from, let's say, uh, you're able, let's say, you're, you're lighting with a wax, a wax candle. Can you use one of the candles, or let's say, of the first day of Hanukkah, uh, not the first day, but let's say, we're holding the third day of Hanukkah. So you are lighting three candles. So you already lit the first candle, and there your match goes off. So can you take the first candle and use it to light the other two ones? So according to Rav, you shouldn't, because it's a disgrace, or even, let's say, to use a match that your match went off, and to take a second match and light your match from the first candle. So according to Rav, you can't. Is a disgrace to the to the to the mitzvah because you lit the first candle of Hanukkah for the mitzvah. You shouldn't be using it now as a means to to light other candles. The Shmuel Amar Malikin and Shmuel said it wouldn't be a problem to to light from one another because we're going to see that in this that three uh, topics that there was an argument between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbah, which was a student of Rab, 
in everything he used to rule like Rav except in these three. So that's the Gemara is going to group three things even though are unrelated topics. The second and the first are more connected, the third one is completely unrelated. So the second argument, Rav Amar en matirin tzitzis mi beged. According to Rav, you are not permitted if you already have an old garment, talis cotton, where you wearing or even your talis gadol, with tzitzis. And the tzitzis are good, but the garment is already used, worn out. According to Rav, you shouldn't undo the tzitzis of one garment and put him in a new garment, but see, because the first garment was already used for the mitzvah, it's a little bit of a di disgrace, it's, it's not honoring properly the first garment. According to Shmuel, there's nothing wrong with taking the tzitzis from one, one garment and put it in a second garment, because at the end of the day, it's also for a mitzvah. And the third argument, Rabbi Amar, Shimon Begreira. Soon we're going to see the Alaha of Greira, which is dragging a heavy object in a garden or in the dirt. So we're going to see soon. The Gemara goes back to explain what does it mean by that. So according to um, Rab, the Alaha is not like Rabbi Shimon. And according to Shmuel, Alaha is, is yes, like Rabbi Shimon Begreira regarding dragging something. Omar Abaye, this is what I mentioned previously. Abaye said, Call me the Mar, all the alochas of Mar, of Sir, which was Abaye's teacher, Rabba, Abid Kerab. He would follow the rulings of Rav. Levar Nanitlate, except in these three cases we just quoted, the Abid Kishmuel, that he will follow the lenient opinion of Shmuel, that Malikim in LNR, that a person is permitted to light, to kindle a candle of Hanukkah from candle to candle, and a person to undo tzitzis from one garment and place it in a new garment, and the Lacha follows Rabbi Shimon regarding dragging an object, the Tanya, as now we're going to see in the Braisa. Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon holds, a person is permitted to drag a bed a chair or a bench through dirt as long as he doesn't have the kavana, the intention to make over there a, a, a um, furrow. So to make a furrow is like plowing, but if he is not, doesn't have the intention to do it, is that same you, you don't have an intention. And also, let me add one more thing, it has to be Sheino Psikresha. Psikresha means that inevitable is going to happen. So even if you don't want it, but if for sure it's going to happen, then even Avashim would agree it's not permitted. But in the case it might happen, it might not happen, and you don't have an intention to do it, then we follow Avashim and then would be permitted. So this is the third alaha that Abaye said that Rabba would follow Shmuel instead of following Rabba like he usually would do. The Gemara tells us a clarification regarding this halacha. Yasif Omer Rabbanan, there was one rabbi sitting, came the Adabaraba, in front of Rabbi Adabaraba. Yasif Ekamaran, as he was sitting, he said the following halacha. Tama, or the following understanding. Tama the Rabbi, why Rabbi doesn't permit 
to kindle from candle to candle, Vishum Bizui Mitzvah, as we explained it, because it's a disgrace for the first mitzvah, that instead of just leaving the candle lit, you are now using that fire to lit another candle. Amaleu, but Rabbi didn't like that, and he said, Lo tatitu lay. Don't even listen to him. That's not the real reason. the Rab, the real reason of Rab is a different one. Mishum dekamachish mitzvah. No, because by doing that, he diminishes the fire. Because when you light another candle from the initial candle, so you're taking away some of the oil, some of the fire, and it goes low, the fire, loses its strength. So you are causing a mitzvah to lose its, uh, its, its power. The Gemara asks, May you? So what implication comes out, whether the reason is the previous one, not to respect the mitzvah, or the second one, not to weaken the mitzvah? This is the following case. The Kamalik Mishraga Shraga. If a person wouldn't light through the intermediary of a chip of wood, rather directly from candle to candle. Mandiamar Mishum Mitzvah Mishraga Shraga Madik. According to the first opinion that why Rab didn't want you to light the candle from another candle, because it's a disrespect for the mitzvah. But if both candles are the candles of Hanukkah, an example I gave the cell the third day, so use the first candle, and with that you light the second candle. So that's not a, that's not a disrespect for the first candle because you're using it for another mitzvah. That what you wouldn't do is take an, another match and light the match from the first candle. That would be a disrespect. But directly from a candle of mitzvah to a candle of mitzvah, that would be okay. But the opinion that says the reason why you shouldn't do it is because you diminish the fire, the intensity of the first candle. So according to him, also, even directly from candle to candle would be forbidden to do it. So just the very last words of still page A. So, we have two opinions on explaining why Rav said you shouldn't kindle from candle to candle. Now, Ravavia brings a Brisa to Sefta that would offer a challenge to the first explanation of the anonymous Rabbi. Says the Brisa, Sela shall Maiso Shani. Sela is a coin that had been used to, to redeem fruits of the second tie, the Meister Sheni. And that coin is going to be taken to Jerusalem to buy food over there. Says the Braisa, in a shockling kenegdo, dinner is up. A person is not permitted to put this in a scale, this cellar, and in the other side of the scale, to put two coins of dinner of gold that have the same value and the person would like to not like today that today a coin or a note of money has already a fixed amount but in those days the word shekel really means like the weight how much it would weigh so therefore the person wants to know if they're really in the same weight or not 
So the Bryce says he cannot do that. And even with the intention to later on use those two golden dinars to also redeem some other miser. This is the price. So let's understand how can this be a challenge to the Allah of Hanukkah. This would be okay if you tell me, keep looking Rabbi Shmuel, according to the second understanding of the argument between Rabbi Shmuel, that Minel and Er, that even sh- that the argument between Shmuel and Rab is even when a person lies directly from candle to candle, and the reason why Rab would prohibit, would say is forbidden, is because you're diminishing the light of the first candle. Abal bekisna, but in the case that somebody would like to kindle a chip of wood from the first candle. As a Shmuel, even Shmuel would agree that is forbidden because it's a disgrace to the mitzvah. So then we can accommodate this b'risa to be great. This is similar that even Shmuel would agree. I mean, that's how Shmuel understands this b'risa, that the reason why a person shouldn't use the, the shek, the selah, of Miser that was already redeeming to that coin because that already it's a mitzvah coin and to use that mitzvah coin to see if the weight of the other two uh, lower value coins is accurate would be a disgrace to this coin that's already been used for a mitzvah and it would be similar to when a person wants to light a chip of wood using the first candle is a disgrace to the first candle. El Ayambris, rather, if you tell me, the Kisnanami Shari, that according to the first opinion, even Shmuel would agree that, I mean, Shmuel would permit, even with a chip of wood, to light from candle to candle. So, Atiyavityuvta, this would be a challenge for the first opinion. Because then, why in uh, Hanukkah Shmuel would permit to light a chip of wood from the first candle? And why this price says you're not allowed to use the coin, the cellar that already had been redeemed with Maishosheni to check if the other two dinarium have the same weight? Abba Rabba, Rabba wants to defend this attack. You know why? You know why it's different the case of this price of the Maestro Sheni? Because the, the, the sages made a fence because it could happen that after he waits and he realizes it's not the same weight. That either these two dinarium are less than the proper amount or more and instead of then using them for to redeeming also other fruit for Master Shani, he might end up not using it at all. So it came out that he ended up using a cell of Master Shani for something that wasn't a mitzvah at all. But in our case, even if he's gonna use as intermediary another chip of wood, but he's definitely wanna light that one to light the next Hanukkah candle. So over here it wouldn't be a disgrace. 
Now another challenge. Masiv Ravsheshes. This is regarding the menorah of the Beis Hamikdash. It says like this: Mechutz laparoiches, that the menorah was placed outside of the curtain, meaning to say, as opposed to the Adonai Kodesh, that was in the inside, which is in the Kodesh Hakodoshim, the holiest of the temple or the tabernacle. The menorah was placed outside in what is called the Echal, the hall. It's called Paroches Aedus. Soon the Gemara is going to explain why this is called the Paroches Aedus, the curtain of testimony. Yaroch. Over there he should prepare and light the menorah. So the Braisa explains the following. Vechilora uh, the, the Jewish people needed the menorah to give them light. Isn't it true the case that the entire 40 years that the Jewish people traveled through the desert, they didn't use the light of the menorah. By night, they had the pillar of flame that would give light to them. So what is the lights of the menorah needed for? Ela edus, what is called also the paroches edus, the curtain of the testimony, because through the menorah it would offer a testimony for entire people, that the, 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 the presence of God, the Shechina, was dwelling among the Jewish people. How come? So this is the price of my edus, so before we go back to how this might be a challenge to the topic we're discussing, let's just clarify what the price is teaching. So how could the menorah give any testimony of the presence of Hashem being among the Jewish people? Amarav, Rav explained it. Zutner Maravi, this is the Western candle. Look in the footnotes, there's two opinions whether, whether it was the second one from east to west. Or was the middle one? That the coin would place in this candle the same amount of oil that in the rest of the candles, which was enough oil to light even in the longest nights of the winter until the morning. So all of them had the same amount of oil. But the miracle would happen that uh, in, in the morning, because it was only oil for the, morning, for the night, so all the other candles would already go off. And this one, the, the Nera Marabi, the, the Western candle, would last miraculously even throughout the whole day. So therefore, in the evening when he was about to light again the menorah, he would take fire from that from that western candle and use it to light the new western candle of the day, of the night, and the rest of the candles. So we see that uh, you, you light from candle to candle. Now look in the phone something very beautiful. This didn't happen automatically. This was only when the Jewish people were in a very, in a very high spiritual level. At the beginning of the second temple, Shimon Atzadik, actually his name is wrote in Perkabos in the second mission of the first chapter. He was a big, big, he was a Kohen Gadon, he was a big Tzadik, 
So he was for 40 years a Kohen Gadol. So during his entire time, every day this miracle happened, that the Western candle would, would uh, have only oil for half for 12 hours the most, or maybe 14 hours, and would, uh, would last for the 24-hour period. So this was a sign that Hashem was happy with the Jewish people, and his Shina, his presence, dwelt with us. So this is the price and the explanation of the rise of Arab. So let's go back to our topic. Ve'aha, in this case, Kevan de Kvin Eloys. So in the menorah, the candles were fixed to the menorah. So Lo Sagidelo, Mashkil, Vedluki. So he needed to somehow light from uh, the, by the means of, uh, of a chip of wood. Otherwise, how can he reach from the fire of the Neram Arabi, the western candle, to be able to light the rest of the candles? So this is a kasha. This could be a difficulty for both opinions. Even for the one that explained that according to Rab, you shouldn't uh, light another candle, candle from candle because it's a disgrace disrespectful for the mitzvah and also going to second opinion because you're going to diminish the power of the first candle so how come we see in this by that clearly in the menorah of the temple they would do such a thing because there was no other way how you can light the other candles of the menorah from the, from the candle of the western candle so the Pope answered no it is not a uh, difficulty, the psilos arukois, because in the menoira, the weeks were very very long, so even without moving the candle from candle to candle, they can just connect from week to week and transfer the fire like that. Says the Gemara, kasha. Okay, that would be okay, according to the first opinion. That is only because of this disrespectful, it's a disgrace. But if you do from candle to candle, it would be okay. But according to the second opinion, that even from candle to candle would be forbidden because you diminish the fire, the light of the first candle. This is a kasha. You see, in the menorah was okay. Says Gemara kasha. You're right. This is difficult. So the Gemara goes back to say, okay, my Aviala, even though Rabbah said that he would follow Shmuel, and according to Rabbah, it is permitted to light from candle to candle. So what is Allah Lemaise? Mama Rabu Nebred Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabu Nebred Rabbi Yeshua said, Hazina, let's take a look. Iad Lakwisa Mitzvah Madlik Nilenel So now the Gemara is going to present a different inquiry, a different question that's going to be connected to our question. And that is, when a person fulfills the mitzvah of lighting the candle, of Hanukkah. At what point or what is the component that makes the mitzvah to be the mitzvah? The lighting of the candle or at Lakosa mitzvah? By lighting the candle, that is the mitzvah? And if that is the case, Malikin Milen Lener. So therefore, if the mitzvah itself is to kindle the candle, so you can do from candle to candle because it's not a disgrace. But maybe the mitzvah is not to, to 
kindle the, the, the candle, but just to place a lit candle. Then in Malikim in LNR, then you couldn't do from candle to candle because it wouldn't be the direct mitzvah to kindle the candle, rather the direct mitzvah would be just to place the candle in the right place. Vivoileu, because it, it, it was asked in the, in the yeshiva, Adlakosev mitzvah, Wanacho is a mitzvah. How do you fulfill the mitzvah of Hanukkah? By lighting, by kindling the candle, or by placing the candle where it has to go? Uh, look in the footnotes, Tosafot brings what would be the implication, whether it's one or the other. We're going to see today at the end of Hashem that what happens, we even saw this in Brachos, if you remember, that there are three people that allegedly disqualified to the mitzvah. Cheresh, Shoite, Vekatan. Many times you find this group in, 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 in many cases. Cheresh is a person that is a deaf. Shoite is a deranged. Vekatan, and a minor. So if one of these three people lit the candle of Hanukkah, and then a normal person takes that and right away places it where it belongs. If you tell me the mitzvah is done by the kindling, so it's, it's wrong because it was kindled by somebody that cannot do the mitzvah. But if the mitzvah is used to place it where, where it belongs, as long as the normal person places it where it belongs, then the mitzvah will be okay. So this was asked. So the Gemara gave an answer. Tashma, come and hear. The Amarove, Rove said the following. Aya, Tafus, Ner Hanukkah. A person was holding his candle of Hanukkah, the Oymed. And he stood the whole time, the half an hour of the amount that the candle has to light, he was standing holding it in his hand. Says Rove, Lo Asav he didn't fulfill the mitzvah. So Shmami no, Nacho is a mitzvah. You hear from this Allah of Rove that the mitzvah is by placing it. And that's why the person didn't fulfill the mitzvah because he never placed it, he was just holding it. Says Gimara, no, that doesn't prove anything. Asam, over there, the reason why, even if you say that the mitzvah is done by, by kindling the candle, you know why, why over there is invalid? Asam reomer He's holding that candle not because of the mitzvah, he just needs to, to see, he, he's using it to give him, uh, to, to him light. And but the fact that he was holding it, it, it doesn't um, portray, convey the message that, he's, that he kindled it for the mitzvah. Tashma, let's see if from the following alacha we can learn. The Amarov, again Rabbi said, another alacha. Idlika bifnim, a person kindled the candle of Hanukkah inside of his house. Viotzia, and then he brought it out uh, in the outside door. Lasaklum. So he didn't fulfill the mitzvah, he didn't do anything. So it would go okay. If you tell me Adlako says a mitzvah, that the mitzvah is by kindling. So So then we understand the reason why it was invalid, because you are required to kindle the candle in the right place. And that's why Rabbi said, by lighting inside and bringing outside, you didn't do anything, it's not a mitzvah. But if you tell me, Anacho is a mitzvah, that a mitzvah is by placing it. So Amailu Asa Veloklum, why Rabbi said he didn't do anything? Says Gimor Asanami, Aroeu Oimer, also because over there the wonder person that sees he's bringing already the candle lit will say 
לצורך דהדקה. He didn't bring it out and place it out for the mitzvah, rather because he needed for his own purposes. Tashma, come on here from the following teaching. And I'm going to already go a few more lines in the next page, because just to end up this topic. There was a lantern of a candle that was lit through the whole Shabbos. Kuloi. So when the Shabbos is out, and now he wants to use that candle, look at the difference between Rosh and Tesos, whether we're dealing with the Hanukkah candle of the previous night or with the, use a general candle. But to, to use that candle now for Hanukkah, he has to turn it off, he has to put it off, and to turn it on again. So let's see what do we learn from this teaching. It would go, okay, if you tell me, that the mitzvah is being fulfilled by lighting, by kindling the candle sharper, then it's, it's proper what he did. He just turns it off, and by lighting it again, he's doing the mitzvah. But if you tell me, that the mitzvah is not only to kindle it, it's to place it in the right place. So, i.e., that Yerushalayim uh, said, that it's enough just to turn it off and turn it out on again, that's not enough. He would he should have said Mechava u Magvia u Manicha. He has to turn it off, he has to lift it up, he has to place it down, umadlika, and then you turn it you you kindle it. Mivoile, that's what she should have said. The other and another proof, Midekamevarhinan, soon the Gemara is gonna bring what is the bracha we say when we kindle the candles of Hanukkah? that Hashem sanctified us with his mitzvot and he has commanded us to kindle the candle of Hanukkah. So we see from that bracha, to kindle the candle, you hear from here definitely that the mitzvah is to kindle the candle and not to place it. And just to end up, says the Gemara, now that you have told me that we have said Adlako is mitzvah, that the mitzvah is fulfilled by kindling the candle. So I'm going back to these three people. It was lit by a by, uh, death, by a deranged, or by a minor. So therefore, these people are invalid, and he didn't do the mitzvah. Now regarding a isha, a lady, for sure she can light, even though we have a rule that any mitzvah that is bound by time, ladies are exempt. But over here, ladies is included. Why? Ladies are also obligated with the mitzvah of the candle of Hanukkah, because they also were involved in that miracle. Look, a beautiful explanation in the footnotes. First of all, because it was a decree by the Greeks, Syrian Greeks, that all virgin that was going to get married First, she was taken to, to, to be raped by the Greek general. So when the miracle of Hanukkah happened, they were freed from such a decree. And also because uh, the story of Hanukkah was one of the daughters, uh, one of the sisters of the Hashmonaim, Yehudis. She, was, uh, she went to one of these generals, but she brought with her cheese and wine. So she gave him 
to drink to eat the cheese for him to become very thirsty and then she gave him to drink wine and when he was completely drunk she cut chopped her head and that when she came out of his tent holding to the head of this general all the soldiers freaked out and they ran away and there was the beginning of the miracle and the revolt of Hanukkah.